<laughs> what do you think? Here we are, we're at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. What an awesome view, what a great location. Yeah. So, first year, or two years ago, we were outside in the parking lot for this. We were. <laughs> Last year. Knocking, begging to come in here. Yeah, right, which is crazy how yeah. far it's come, and, and it's cool. I mean, you and Nick together have, have built this thing from just an idea into what it is today, a partnership with the Phillies. You have Major, yeah. the, the Phillies sponsored dog for, for uh, raising uh, uh, or providing service dogs for vets. As an Army vet, mm -hmm. as a soon-to-be military spouse, um, and as a partner helping do this, and, and as a, an entrepreneur yourself, you've helped start a business and grow it to, to what it is today. Um, what, what, is it, what does it mean to be out here like in this cool venue partnered with the Phillies from what you guys, you and Nick just had an idea to start it and and now here you are, like you're, you're big time. That's so you're weird, big, big time. time. You're big time. Um, no, it, it really is. We were talking about it last night. Um, the first rough ride we had six bikes, six. So, and this like rinky like tent that blew off. So if you look at pictures from it, it's like the tent frame is still there, but like no <laughs> tent. Um, and just we're in like a little line and we were at Commerce Square and it, you know, we thought that was big, like, oh yeah. my God. And we were looking. We made it. Yeah, we were like, oh, this event's so cool. We have so many people out here. And I think the cumulative uh, fundraising was maybe like 40 grand. Um, and now, you know, we're uh, we're going to hit $200,000 today in fundraising for this event. So just for this event. That's just that for, just for this. Include what Team Foster does. No. And they do a rough ride in, Phil or in Pittsburgh and, yeah. and some other big events. Um, yeah, so they just did Capital to Capital. So that was a 150 mile bike ride. Oh from the original nation's cabinet, which is here in Philadelphia, down to DC. Um, so yeah, like all of these things. And what's cool is like, it's like, um, like a household name now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, especially with major and the Phillies and getting all of that, like that's great. And we always say, right, it's awesome. We love the high fives and we love um, the notoriety that we're getting, but like we still, we, this doesn't happen without donation, without fundraising, without people actually buying in, without volunteers. Um, so, and that's a part of like the, the growth too, right? Like we went from doing everything ourselves. And I remember telling Nick, like, I don't think that we can sustain you doing everything. Um, yeah, so, so as we grow, volunteers grow, you know, we're spreading, you know, Rough Ride Pittsburgh, um, DC, he's talking about Rough Ride Chicago, like, you know, there's all, we just, that's why we call ourselves Team CTW, Team Conquer the World, because it's just not enough, like, there's never going to be a ceiling, um, we're always going to be thinking bigger, always going to be thinking better, um, and it's all for the veterans, because, and you've seen it, you, there's people here, the individuals here, who wouldn't be here today if we didn't have these events to fund these service dogs. Um, and that's like what's cool about Major and what's cool about the dogs being here. The puppy kissing booth is super cute, but like you have to remember, those dogs are about to be put to work, yeah. saving lives, and you get to be a part of that. And you get to say, I did that. And so I got just bumps You just used the word saving lives. And uh, and I'll tell you, I, I had the chance to interview Nick for, for this podcast maybe a year ago and he, and he said, Something as a lawyer, he's, he's, he's yeah. eloquent with his words. Anyway. I have to Google words sometimes when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, but you just used the word saving lives. I don't know that everybody knows, and I—I speak for myself only. I didn't know how much I, like service dogs. I was like, oh, so they can open the kitchen, or they can open the fridge door for you, or if you—if you're missing a limb, they can do something for you. But Nick like talked about like from a mental and emotional health and, and TBIs and PTSD, how much like they truly are, are saving lives. And it was kind of, it was eye-opening to me with the talk about when, when he like illuminated some of that stuff. Yeah. When you, it's the personal conversation. So, you know, 
actually one might be happening right now um, as we're doing this hearing their stories firsthand you're like oh my like it's almost like I I'm speechless because when you hear their stories it makes you speechless because you don't think about that you know you it always happens to somebody else right it's yeah, always yeah, somebody yeah. else that's going through something and then yeah. you get to be a part of something where you hear someone's story and they physically tell you you know I had the bottle of pills in my hand I had you know and, and it was a call from from Nick Learman that night and he said we got you a dog you know like and again like it makes every time I tell the story it gives me goosebumps because service dogs save lives and that's the the message that we need to get out there you know it's they're cute they're cuddly but once they are partnered, they are now working. That is their job. They're no longer a pet. Um, and it, it's unfortunate how expensive, I mean, it, yeah. they are because yeah. they're not accessible to everybody. But we're trying to do that. We're trying to make it so as easy as possible. Um, and it's personal for us. Obviously, you know, the namesake of Eric Foster. And, you know, he was killed in Iraq. So we do this in honor of him. But there are six individuals from my unit that I deployed with who took their own lives. Six. And it's, you know, every time I, I get that phone call or I get the Facebook message and I, I look over at Nick and always, you know, tear jerking. I'm like, could we have helped that person? Like, did they know that there was something? Um, and what happened? Like, where, like, why am I okay? And this person isn't. And that's part of the traumatic brain injury, right? Like, in PTSD, you and I could have been somewhere together, experienced the same exact situation. Your effects are going to be different than mine but because they don't have the access to talk to somebody about it or know that there is these things that exist, they suffer and I'm okay. And so that's what we're trying to do here too, is raise the awareness that this is what's happening and here's a solution that we can provide for you. I literally only had one question for this interview and you've covered Sorry. it all. <laughs> okay, I love you. Hey, uh, Erica Webster, thanks for joining us. This, this is awesome. Oh, thanks and, and for having th me. That's, this is one of the easiest interviews. I just, <laughs> I just tee up one topic and just let you run with it. I love uh, to talk, I hold sorry. your baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll hold your baby. Just please go on and tell us. <laughs> this is so, baby Reese. Is this, uh, is this the first podcast interview you've ever done uh, with your baby? Yes. This is, this is a first for us. I, I think first for Reese. For, yeah. This is a first for Reese. It is appropriate that we have Reese um, and spelled the same way as Hoskins. Uh, here in Citizens Bank. It is, yeah. I think it's, it's a good sign. Yeah. Next time we I'll interview go. at the link, we'll have to have uh, like baby Jalen or something. <laughs> baby Hurts. There <laughs> you go. Hurts. All right. Thanks for joining. Thanks, us. John. Jennifer, thanks for uh, spending a few minutes with us. I know you're busy here. Warrior Canine Connection is is part and parcel uh, tied to the hip with uh, with Team Foster. You're almost like a, a little bit of a, of a marketing machine, right? Was that it? Oh, I don't know about that, but right with guys like this. Yeah, but um, we do. I mean, we are so grateful for their partnership and help and support. Um, we place service dogs with wounded veterans, and you know, as a nonprofit, obviously, we can't do that without yeah. great partners like Team Foster. Right. Um, every dog we place costs us about thirty thousand dollars. We're kind of average in the industry, but um, we place those free with veterans and military families and you know clearly that doesn't happen oh, without sorry. lots and lots of you know support and wonderful partners like team foster and we were just talking be before we turned the camera on we said that smith isn't just a, a show dog that you get to come around and kind of and, and make it real so you're able to make 
what service dogs do and, and the service dogs themselves. They sort of make that real for, for people that want to support or people who aren't really sure what service dogs do. But uh, Smith isn't just a, uh, a show dog, so to speak. Dude's got He's his actually... day job and his night job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you are a good show dog. Smith has, um, has lived with our family. We are, my husband, 25 years in the Air Force. That's awesome. Three years in the Middle East. Um, so I've worked with Warrior Canine Connection a little over seven years, but about five or so years ago Smith was placed with our family um, because of the nature of my job at WCC dude does a lot of miles and a lot of events but um, sometimes I say he's our, our hardest working dog at WCC because he does have his day job and then I assure you he does pretty amazing work at the Wilder family as well that's that's pretty and his day job is his day job is um, interacting Hi. with folks like this at, yeah. um, at events I oversee our fundraising and marketing and communications and and I quickly realized when I joined WCC when people invite me to join them for an event, they have they don't care. Like, um, what that really? It's a package deal. Yeah, what that really meant is you're bringing a really handsome dog to come uh, visit with us, a right? Handsome devil. So yeah, so he has probably had his photo taken more times than my children, but um, but yeah. That's awesome. Uh, your husband was in 25 years, so yeah. Warrior Canine Connection, and then you, you obviously have a military, or would you call him military? He's a, we place dogs as military family support dogs. Military we family place, support. Um, facility dogs, and we do, of course, place um, service dogs who have full public access to. Now, and, and so I think when the traditional people, and, I, and maybe I'll speak for myself, hi, hi, pal. <laughs> um, when they think of, of service dogs helping veterans, they just traditionally think of, I think of that third tier but you talk about facility dogs. Now, what is that? So, um, not every dog will choose a career as a service dog, although we hope they do. Yeah. Not every single one does. But, you know, especially when we're talking about um, veterans and coming back, especially with those invisible wounds of war, um, I assure you that trauma and the injuries they bring back um, are not isolated to just the veteran. It, yeah. it impacts the entire family unit. I mean, behavioral health referrals for military kids are through the roof. And yeah. so, you know, while we may not provide a, a service dog for a vet veteran, to be able to provide our version of a therapy dog, which is a military family support dog to okay. that entire family, can have huge value. Wow. Um, our facility dogs, hello, our facility dogs that we place, um, we also do that in locations that, um, again, free of charge, but in locations where we serve high volumes of, um, of veterans. So we have dogs working at, you know, hospitals, veterans yeah. treatment courts, that kind of thing. And that's their home? They, they have a handler sure. who, you know, they, they live with, but yeah, their day job is working at that facility, well. sharing the love. Um, it's funny, people uh, have thought for years that it's puppy kisses and magic that make this happen. And the truth of the matter, it's exciting to see that we're, a lot of research is starting to emerge that it is actually that while you're smiling, yeah. while I feel great right now is because, you know, when you have those close interactions with dogs, it releases oxytocin, which is, um, it's a hormone that releases in the brain the opposite of adrenaline, yeah. bonding, connecting hormone, naturally occurring. Um, and so, you know, it's not magic. It's what makes us feel good and, you know, makes us have smiles on our faces and our blood pressure reduced when we are petting these sweet little guys. 
Yeah, so when, when people talk about like the, the, the magic of, of what service dogs do, there's, there's not, it's not just there's it's probably, it, there, the, the science it. behind it, but it's not just service dogs. And we were talking to uh, another representative from Team Foster earlier, and I think that's one of the interesting things that I don't know the, the average person, myself included, recognizes that, that it's not just uh, that a dog, if you lose a limb, a dog can open the fridge door or something for you. But it's, it's actually, the, the, there's that, that science that helps you on the emotional level. Something simple as just having the unconditional love of a guy like you, right? Right, right. Um, well, I mean, think about it. Um, we are not unique in the industry. Probably 60 to 70% of our placements are now with veterans with invisible wounds of war. So, wow. And we actually have veterans who are receiving treatment help us in the training of these dogs. They're reporting decreases in their PTSD symptomology. Wow. Why? I mean, it's, it's yes, you know, having unconditional love, but literally, you know, being able to practice emotional regulation with helping us to train these dogs, um, getting the benefit of that oxytocin release, which reduces your blood pressure, you know, the calming, connecting, anti-stress hormone, um, all of those things are, are powerful. I mean, think about it. Why have we co-evolved with these little monsters for 35,000 years, you know? Um, there's it's 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 something we've known about for years yeah. why we bring dogs to you know retirement communities all that they make people feel good and it is very exciting though that we're seeing the science behind that in fact i will tell you that um so much so that in 2021 the president signed the pause for veterans therapy act which was not just focused on placing more service dogs for with veterans, but was actually focused on utilizing the training of service dogs as the therapeutic intervention for folks getting treatment for wow. PTSD. Yeah, um, you know, again, the you know, anxiety reducing anxiety, practicing being out in busy um, social environments, which can be, I mean, these kind of environments are challenging for our veterans who have those invisible wounds of war, you know, but in the mission of getting a dog ready for a fellow veteran who needs it, yeah. wow, I guess I'll have to, you know, take them out to the mall, on the metro, you know, and in the kind of by focusing on making the dog successful and helping another veteran, they themselves heal, which is pretty good stuff. I mean, the way that we do our program, by the time we place a dog, they are not just helping to support the recovery process of one veteran. Yeah. By the time, uh, you know, Mr. Smith here um, was placed with our family, he had worked with dozens and dozens of veterans at Walter wow. Reed yeah. um, as, as part of their recovery program from Invisible Wounds of War. I mean, that's a force multiplier. We can't. I mean, we can't even meet the demand. All of the service dog organizations together can't meet the demand that's out there just in the veteran community. But by being able to take one of these little magical beasts here and be able to impact the, the healing of, you know, 40, 50, 60 veterans with yeah. each dog, that's a game changer. Um, we've placed 130 dogs, super proud of that. We have engaged more than 7,000 veterans um, in helping us to train those dogs as part of their own treatment program wow. for Invisible Wounds of War. That's how, uh, stuff. how can folks help? Obviously, you're a nonprofit, so so we are money always are donations. But we are yeah. So a couple ways um, folks can get involved. Um, 
you know, obviously we, we always need fiscal support so we can place these dogs for free, so we yep. can provide that animal assisted therapy program. And you said $30,000 just to get a, a, a dog into the hands of a vet or of a, yep. of an or, or of a, yep. of a facility. A full two years in training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other way folks can help um, as well is that every single one of our dogs um, lives with volunteer puppy racers. We don't want our dogs living in kennels. We want them in amazing, wonderful family yeah. homes. We have more than 100 dogs in training right now. Every single one of them is living with a, an amazing angel walking around on earth who pours love and healing into these guys, goes to class weekly to help reinforce the commands or teach them, yeah. and then selflessly passes the leash to the hand of a veteran who needs it. And it's, um, it is, it's a gift of the heart. It truly is. So, so if you're looking for a way you know, uh, to give back Maybe you can take one for the team, and I don't know, love on a puppy for two years. Yeah, uh, yeah that might be the, 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 the most rewarding way to, to give back in, in service of others I've ever heard. That, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. We have more than 500 people volunteer that's each awesome. year with Warrior Canine Connection. Um, but golly, we always need, especially those puppy raisers who are willing to open their hearts and, you know, share that love with a pup and then pass it on to a veteran and it, and it will change their lives. It really will change their lives. Jennifer, thanks very much for joining us. We appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Pat, thanks for joining us, brother. No problem. Yeah, you are doing 24 hours on this bike. You and your wife, Janet, 24 hours just between the two of you. Uh, this is your third year doing it? Third year. Third year. Why? I know there's two teams from Comcast doing it, but you guys chose to get your own bike this year. Why is it? Why was is this charity that important for you? That's what I usually like to start off with a question that gets right, gets you right to you, brother. You did 21 years, right? 21 years in the Marine Corps. 22. Remember, I didn't mean to shave off a year. 22 years in the Marine Corps. Uh, Hey, we, I think we've talked about our own PTSD issues and, and working through it. Uh, I think Team Foster, tell me, you're getting a service dog. What are you looking forward to with that service dog? And that's such a kind of a weird question, but I think for both of us, like we, we, want, we, want, we want to be able to heal and, and process that. What yeah, so much of it is like TBI. You know, you don't notice it. Yeah. And then over time, it's, it's come on where it's, I don't have any short-term memory. I, I forget things. It, it, um, some of it's stumbling, right? It's it's part of body doesn't work like it used to. Yeah. The mind takes you to darker places. I'm looking forward to having that kind of the case and relationship I had with him, right? After we retired together, he pseudo became my service dog. Yeah. His socks were packed. So now it's 18 months later. Now it's time to go, go again. Go again. Yeah. Healed from that a little bit. And not only get your own service dog, but spend your time, your, your energy, your money, your 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 network to get out here and help other veterans do that same thing. It's important. It's important work. We lose way too many to preventable yeah. circumstances. 
right? There's too many out there that, that, that I see it every day. I'm part of groups where we lost another one. We lost another one. We lost an operator not long ago, right? So, um, you know, it, it's tough. There, there's there's got to be a way to get to these folks before that happens, right? And it's outreach. Right, you gotta have good therapists, you gotta have people willing to talk to them and get them to open up about what uh, what those demons really are. And getting rid of the stigma. Right, back when I was a young guy, you didn't go see no professional. You got kicked out for that. Right, yeah. it's like ah, oh, you need to talk to somebody. You're out of here. Right, so you didn't talk about. It. Now that it's accepted and actually part of the program, right? Go talk to somebody. I remember coming back. Couple one in 2013 that was nasty, and they had somebody waiting for us to talk to, right? And that's a total change from what it used to be. Right now, it's it's pushed forward, right? Yeah, not even just accepted, but the stigma is is mostly gone. We still have some ways to go. There is, there is, but it's mostly gone. Right, and one of the things I hope that that comes out of progress. And every veteran, you know, if you hear the word veteran, you shouldn't synonymous be PTSD. Yeah, he's not right. damaged goods, right? Right, right. Or she, right? Right. And so, what the, one of the things I like, because my wife is a psychologist, right, is, is the whole PTSD thing isn't specific to military members and veterans. Right? It's EMS. It's it's anybody that experiences something traumatic. A child. Yeah. Right? See something that happens or something happens to them. They have PTSD. Right? Yeah. And it part of that is, is amplifying that as well. Right on. Hey, thank you for what you're doing out here at Sport Team yeah. Foster to help other veterans, brother. I love you, man. There you go. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks, brother. Thanks.